Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ISI Life podcast. On today's episode, we have an absolutely amazing story, story that is about the power of fellowship. Um, one of the things that we have learned from ISI is it's not just about the amazing speakers we have and the tools and things we learn, but the power of community, the power of fellowship. And this story is one where you know two guys that got randomly or unrandomly uh, seated next to each other that changed the course of their life and it's an amazing story of adoption and a blessing in uh, their lives and I'm excited to share it with you guys here today. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Until then, stay sharp everyone. Well, Matt, um, I am excited to um, connect with you and share this story with our audience. Um, getting to sit next to you at the last ISI that we had at Westfield was, was awesome. And I was thankful that mm. our assigned seating worked out the way it did. <laughs> and, um, I wanted to, I'm excited for you to share your story, but before we get into that, I wanted to, you know, have you have a chance to share a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, a little bit of your background and, um, just a little bit more about who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. I, I really enjoy being part of, uh, ISI and and really fortunate to have have uh, you know gotten invited in the first place and I know I know we may get into that but uh, but starting at the very beginning I guess um, I grew up in a in a Catholic family um, you know it was more obligatory to just go on a Sunday to be honest but uh, but my family is extremely loving um, never once you know felt that I wasn't uh, loved in, in a great way. And, uh, but my parents also worked very, very hard. My, <clears throat> my dad, uh, works in a steel mill in Western Pennsylvania, which is where I grew up in uh, a little town called Elwood city, just uh, South of Newcastle in Lawrence County, if anybody is familiar. Um, but my mom has always worked, you know, very laborsome jobs as well. And sometimes working two or three jobs at a time. So just, you know, learning a lot of great work ethic there in the very beginning um, of my life. And, and uh, you know, fortunately, we're surrounded by a great family that would take care of us as my parents were um, working so much, but just very fortunate with a very loving family. And, uh, and so happy to, to bring that to my family today. Um, but yeah, I grew up, you know, um, you know, about 45 minutes north of Pittsburgh. So um, I don't know, uh, you know, how, how happy a lot yeah. of the Clevelanders and Ohioans are about that, but, <laughs> you know, definitely a Steelers fan, um, more of a Penguins hockey fan, to be honest, but, um, yeah, just, uh, went to school at university of Pittsburgh, uh, graduated with a bachelor's in, in marketing, um, at the, at the downturn of the, of the recession in 2008, um, so had a fun time finding a job, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially marketing in, in Pittsburgh. It's, it wasn't that common, at least at that point, although there's a lot of good companies headquartered there, but it was tough. Um, ultimately found a job in, in search engine marketing or paid search. There's so many different names for it, but um, have been doing that really ever since. So that's, uh, that's, that's been my career. And working with a lot of different uh, size companies and Fortune 500 companies, and now fortunately uh, working in-house for a Fortune 100 company, uh, Mass Mutual. So um, making That's sure awesome. that, yeah, we're um, 
making life insurance and annuities and all the different financial products you know present. And uh, today being an interesting time in the insurance world, mentioning when others are maybe a little slower, you guys are certainly uh, much busier and have a lot of new business landscape has changed with uh, the coronavirus. So yeah, I'm sure it's an interesting time for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very busy. Yeah. So your amazing wife, Amber, um, you, know, you guys met and, um, you know, that's really one of the foundations of, of today's story, mm-hmm. but, um, and we'll get into that in a second, but tell me a little bit more about how you got involved with ISI. How did you get um, connected to it in the first place? Yeah. So, um, so you mentioned Amber. Um, so um, her brother, Nathan, um, Nathan Nossel, um, he mm-hmm. basically, uh, you know, took me aside one day. We have many family dinners with her family and very big family, very loving family. And, um, he, he had attended, I think the first one or two at that point and just pulled me aside and said, Hey, I, I really have to tell you about this group of guys that I'm meeting with and they're, you know, such a great community and I'm learning so much and I'm just growing in my faith and, and, you know, all these different areas of my life. And, um, I just think you could really benefit from it. I, I think that, you know, anybody could, any, any man could from, uh, this type of a community and this type of setting. So, you know, if you'd be interested, happy to connect you with everybody. And so he told me a little bit more about the details of it, how often, you know, you meet and everything like that. And, and it just sounded like a no brainer to me. <laughs> so that's, that's really awesome. how I got started. Yeah. You've been such a great addition to the, uh, ISAC community. So I'm glad that you, glad he pulled you aside and glad you decided to, you know, take the leap and come to one of the events. Which one was your first event? Do you remember? Uh, where it was or which one, which was the first, I want to say it was Punderson. Um, yeah, I believe it was Punderson. That's one of my Um, favorite, favorite spots. Oh yeah. It's, it's a great spot. I think it was in the fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I've had some, some fun times there with the, uh, the events and the fires Mm and jumping in the lake every once in a while that (laughs) might happen. So yeah, right. Right. Awesome. And so, all right. So we're going to, you know, one of the one of the things I wanted to capture, you know, and, and share with the IS audience is just the power of uh, community. And I know you had a strong connection and a very uh, very important one that has you know really changed yours and Amber's life uh, by meeting Don. Um, so maybe walk us through, um, geez, where to start? I think uh, I think starting with maybe uh, you and Amber, um, if you can, and then, and then, yeah. you know, kind of walk us into ISI and how meeting Don kind of has impacted your guys's life. And then we'll, we'll take it from there. So, sure. Uh, sure. Sure. So, um, where do I start with Amber? There's so many good stories there, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but essentially we, we met online. Um, we met on Christian mingle, um, back in, uh, November of 2015. And, uh, and so we started then. And, uh, and so, uh, again, I was, I was in, uh, Western Pennsylvania at the time. So not too far, but far enough that it was long distance, uh, for her, she was, she was in uh, shaker, uh, heights and essentially a lot of back and forth. But what that led to was a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, um, in between some of our dating. And, um, and so it was a really good opportunity to really get to know each other a lot deeper. 
um, maybe even quicker than some that are more face-to-face, to be honest. It was, yeah. you know, just more conversational than activity-based or, or, you know, things like that. Um, so, um, you know, as, as we would talk, you know, naturally her, her very large family would come up and uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there was a new addition to the family every six months or so um, just uh, with new babies and just you know just so many blessings in that family and um, and so naturally as a part of um, you know a new baby coming along you know we would sometimes talk right you're talking um, you know, about what your expectations sure. in the relationship, things like that. And naturally I would, you know, bring up some questions around that. Like, you know, would you want to know the sex of the baby? Would, you know, would you have names picked out in advance? You know, things like that, like typical questions. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for um, sure. and sometimes she would be dodging those questions. And I just thought that was very odd. Um, so <clears throat> I was like, this is so unlike you, you know, you're normally such an open book. And, and so, um, so anyway, uh, that happened, uh, like two or three times. Um, and, uh, finally the third time, uh, we were on the phone and, uh, and she finally told me, um, that, uh, that she has, uh, Turner's syndrome, um, which is a, uh, I think one in 100,000 or something like that are affected by it in, in the country, mm-hmm. um, maybe even in the world. Um, and, uh, and essentially there's a lot of um there's a lot of challenges that can come along with that um uh, with that uh, syndrome but it's a genetic disease um i'm by no means an expert on it but i know that that amber has been blessed with uh fortunately not having to deal with a lot of um the issues that can sometimes or symptoms that can come along with that like heart issues and and lung issues and things like that but unfortunately um one of the, one of the symptoms is infertility. So, um, so she brought that up to me. Um, we were only about, you know, three or four months into dating (laughs) at that point. Um, and, uh, and I know she's told me, you know, after the fact that, you know, that was something that was hard for her to bring up period and past, you know, dating relationship. So naturally, um, but she brought it up to me. And at that point, again, we had been talking just about every day. Um, you know, and I told her, I said, that's funny because, you know, adoption. Um, so immediately she went into her story. I, I should say that real quick. Um, basically, her mom, um, who's an incredible, incredible woman, um, she uh, at, at 11 years old um, for Amber um, had brought her on like a weekend retreat. And it was just her and her mom and uh, just had had like a lot of fun over that weekend, but intentionally wanted to tell Amber that, <clears throat> you know, she couldn't have kids, you know, and that's at such a young age, but it's at an age where I think oh, wow. start to sort of understand that. And um, her mom, again, was very just intentional about like making uh, that just, you know, uh, just kind of a, a symptom, I guess, so to speak, rather than, a, you know, rather than hindrance, um, rather than something that, you know, is her identity or something sure. like that. So it just has been incredible and, and kind of nurturing her in that way. So at 11 years old, she made it, you know, educated her on this at, about what, you know, to come as she's kind of right. getting into adolescent age and, and whatnot. Wow. Mm-hmm. What an amazing, you know, <laughs> uh, 
example, you know, to, to set for, as a mother to, to do oh, that, yeah. you know, kind of confront that head on early on. Wow. Right. So that's pretty Amber's powerful. Said, how, and how, how yeah. long, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say how long, um, into your guys' dating relationship did Amber and you guys have this conversation about the future and, uh, you know, what that meant for your, uh, potential family if, if things continued down right. the track. Well, um, we had obviously talked about marriage being a goal at the end, you know, right? So that was pretty early on. Um, but beyond okay. that, um, there were some, you know, there were some conversations along the way about kids. And, you know, I think na that's kind of natural. It kind of comes up. Are you interested in having kids someday? A big family, small yeah. family, those things. Yeah. Um, those were more like, you know, just kind of ad hoc conversations. They weren't kind of the, the topic of the conversation. But then at that point, obviously, <laughs> you know, you have to start to have that real conversation. Um, and so that was about three, three months in, three and a half months in the dating. Um, and uh, yeah, it came, it came as a little bit of a shock. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. And I remember you, I remember you telling me that, um, you know, just there was like an intentional pause, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, taking time to think about what that meant and uh, really process. So tell, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that couldn't have gone better. So what happened was um, she had told me um, about Turner's and told me about the infertility and um, my immediate reaction um, was it doesn't matter to me, you know, um, it doesn't matter to me at all. Um, I've thought about adoption in my past. Um, Mm. You know, for whatever reason, um, you know, I thought, you know, I could, I could see adopting a child, even if I don't get married someday, I don't know why it was placed on my heart, you know, looking in hindsight, huh. it makes more sense. Um, but, but anyway, um, it, it, she, she was grateful for that response, but at the same time I could sense, you know, she wasn't quite sure if I really meant it or if it was just mm. something more emotional, you know, in that moment. Um, and something that, you know, maybe I would have said to just comfort her or something. So, sure. so what I did was, um, you know, we ended the conversation. It wasn't immediately after that, but we did. And, and I, I called, uh, one of my really good friends, uh, Dan and, uh, and he was kind of, um, <clears throat> at that time I was, I was a relatively new Christian too. I was probably about a year and a half, two years into being a, a Christian and, <clears throat> and so he was kind of discipling me along the way and was really good about, you know, just helping me, you know, grow in, in my, in my faith journey. And, and basically he brought up, um, the fact that, you know what, I should, I should think about this some more, you know, is it really, mm. you know, he really challenged me on this and he really did a lot during our relationship and, and some, some good, some bad. <laughs> um, yeah. but, but I think a, a lot <laughs> yeah. for good. Um, but in this way, he challenged me and said, you know what, I think this is a great opportunity to pray and fast about this. And, uh, and so that's, that's what he recommended I did. And, and I called Amber right back and, and said, um, you know, I still really think that's, that's my answer if I'm, you know, being honest in the moment, but, you know, it'd probably be best if I, you know, if we take a, a little bit of a break. Um, he had recommended about two weeks. So at the time I said, you know, let's take about two weeks and let's not talk to each other. Let's not see each other. You know, let's not email nothing um, for, for two mm. weeks and let's, you know, wow. well, I'll be in tough. prayer. Jeez. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had been talking every single night at that point. 
Um, mm. So uh, just praying about it. And, and it was kind of strange how the timing all worked out because that was whenever I just started at Mass Mutual and uh, they're up in Massachusetts. Um, so I had to do two weeks of orientation. So I was away for those two <laughs> weeks anyway. So it, it was, mm. it just kind of all aligned in that way. But anyway, um, after about the first week of prayer, I was like, I still feel the same way. And I just feel yeah. this incredible peace about it. And, and, and I just, I, I love her. So there's, you know, and I've thought about adoption before. There's, there's really no red flags at all. Yeah. So I call her and uh, we both had an emotional moment and it was really good. Yeah. But um, to this day, um, she, you know, tells me and tells her friends and tells anybody who ever asks about our story that, you know, that was probably one of the best moments, most memorable moments in our whole relationship. Um, how I just, you know, intentionally took that time to, to make sure that I was okay with it. And, and obviously I got guidance on that, but, um, but I agree. Yeah. Um, wow. It's really powerful. We've, you know, we've heard at, um, um, at ISI, you know, when big decisions are, in front of you, uh, the power of pausing, the power of fasting, the power of having, you know, men in your corner, you know, you, you know, you had Dan, um, as you're, you know, as he's working you through, you know, discipleship process, but man, what a powerful, uh, lesson to, you know, not make, I mean, it's a huge decision, right? So mm -hmm. to not make it just on a whim, but to really take time to be methodical about it, to pray about it, to fast mm -hmm. about it. Um, and, it sounds like you knew the answer right away, but it was more just conviction for you at the end of it that, you know, right. yes, I'm 100% good. And, um, you know, Hey, let's spend the rest of our life together and, and has, have this as a part of our, um, how we're going to expand the family. What a, what a powerful lesson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, you guys continue your relationship and fast forward to maybe Punderson or beyond there where, um, you run into Don, um, and Don is one of the guys that has come up from Columbus um, with with a couple of the guys that yeah. are, are from down in that area. And how did you guys get connected at ISI? So it's it's one of those um, funny situations of kind of seating arrangements again. Okay. <laughs> but, all right. uh, you know, all these by chance moments, right? Um, but uh, we're sitting next to each other and just getting to know each other as as a lot of the guys do and in a lot of great ways. Um, uh, you know, especially um, in the very beginning of the day, of the first day. And um, we just struck up conversation and... Um, you know, naturally it just came up from him. Um, and I, I had brought up that Amber and I, uh, that he had adopted, um, you know, um, in the past and, and had gone through the certain agency, um, down in the Columbus Dayton area and, um, just told me a lot of good things, uh, about the process and, and all of that. And, and we just continued in conversation through, you know, we just happened to be in similar groups, you know, throughout the 24 hour retreat, you know, with breakouts and things like that. And, and some of the topics even were sort of relevant to, 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 you know, adoption in a, in a, in a certain way. Um, and so we just kept talking about it and, um, even outside of, uh, of, of the retreat, you know, just connecting on it and continuing to talk about it, um, about the agency. And cause we knew Amber and I, we knew that we were absolutely serious about it and we were committed to, to adopting hundred percent. 
but we just didn't know which avenue to go. There's so many options, domestic, mm. international, there's private, there's, um, there's so many, there's fostering, um, you know, so, uh, there's so many options that are out there and there's so many kids that, um, you know, need a home and, and need, uh, you know, a good solid family. Um, and, uh, and so we just, uh, we just continued that conversation. It wasn't like a continual, you know, every week or anything, but, um, you know, Amber and I would start to do our research, um, and have some questions. And sometimes we didn't have the right people to ask. So I would phone a friend I would, I would give Don call <laughs> or text him or something like that. And, um, and at, and at one point, um, as as we were you know knee deep or waist deep at that point probably into agency research um at that point we had decided that yeah we want to do the private infant um adoption we always wanted to experience um you know from birth you know through the rest of their life right so we wanted to yeah. experience those those very early days um of life with with our child so we, we figured okay this is probably the the best and most secure route to to take to do that, um, and uh, none of none of the routes are, are kind of guarantees, but this was probably the best chance. And uh, and so anyway, we um, we got in contact with with Don um, and and his wife Erica, and we had a great Skype conversation, a video conversation um, for oh, wow. a couple hours. Um, that the first yeah. time Amber had met. Don and and met his wife and and uh, it's just a really good raw conversation about about adoption, some of the complications, some things to consider, and you know all these types of things, just just oozing with wisdom <laughs> um, about you know just being a parent. <laughs> You're like, wow, man, just getting getting the real deal, the uh, straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, just, you know, uh, sounds like they didn't hold back at all in terms no. of sharing. Wow. It's always good to have that type of a resource, and I, I feel like that's one of the benefits of of any any kind of small group or any friendship. Um, but you know, ISI has obviously helped me connect, you know, with Don in that way, and it was mm -hmm. an easy connection, a connection I wouldn't have made otherwise, right? I mean, he's in Columbus area. <laughs> when when would I have uh, made a connection with him? Um, so it was just a great opportunity to be able to do that, and and um, they were really instrumental. Uh, that agency that he had originally recommended that he had gone through um, at this point, by the time we've had that co Skype conversation had been working with them for the second time. Wow. And, um, and just, you know, we had some, uh, we had some reservations about the agency <laughs> by the time we finally. Yeah. Talked you, to yeah you, almost, uh, you felt like maybe it was, uh, you almost wanted to go like a different direction. Right. And yeah. Uh, Don kind of was gave you some insight into that, right? Yeah, yeah, he definitely uh, gave us gave us some wisdom on that. And um, so what happened was um, the the agency he had recommended, and and we had you know scoped out a, a bit. Um, at that point, we were kind of down to two different agencies. Uh, one was more local, and one was the one he had recommended in the in the Columbus Dayton area, and. Um, you know, naturally, you're going to ask both agencies, do you have an orientation, you know, pre, you know, any any signing of any contract or application or anything? Um, you know, do you have material? You know, you kind of just want to research, right? And um, sure. on the one hand, the local agency was 
just incredible and just, you know, kind of really open arms and so welcoming and so loving and just, oh, we're just so happy to be involved in, in your experience of, of growing your family. And um, we're just, you know, we just feel really blessed that, um, that we could be a part of that and just let us know if you need anything, we're here for support, you know, all those types of things, which was incredible. Um, it's a very yeah. difficult um, decision um, to make in terms of which agency to go with, because some of them tend to be on the same playing field, but you know, you, you kind of, you need to, you need to ultimately choose one. And, um, and so that, that agency kind of made sense on the surface. And then on the other side, um, the agency that, that Don had recommended, um, was a little bit more rigid, a little bit more, um, <laughs> all business, <laughs> a little all business. That's a good way to put it. Um, a little black and white. And not a lot of emotion, um, but to be honest, you know that's that's honestly not what Amber and I needed. We had all the support in the world, um, not only from Don and Erica, but you know from our family, from our friends, from our church, um, everybody. You know, we just we had all that emotional support. We just needed someone who knew the law, the laws um, as it relates to Ohio. We needed someone who got the job done, who you know would not leave any, you know, I's undotted or T's uncrossed and, and just, mm. you know, would be very buttoned up. And uh, that's exactly um, what, what that agency was. And just, wow. you know, um, and so that's what we needed. So in that initial conversation with the director, it just rubbed us a little bit the wrong way in that mm. regard. But, um, but he just, uh, Don just got back to us and said, we recognize that, um, but trust us. You know, it's, um, you know, they're, they're incredible to work with and you will have no issues at all. And they will make sure everything goes as smoothly as possible, which in adoptions, um, and it varies state by state, it rarely ever goes smoothly. So, um, yeah, that was was a good boat of confidence, um, that we needed at that point. So you're hooked up with this organization. What's the timeline from, I guess, committing to them, if that's the right word, um, or you know, choosing them as your you know your partner, to when you get the call, or how t- talk me through that process. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it could be a long process. Um, I think one of the most popular questions that anybody can ask when adopting, or if you're asking a friend or family member who's adopted, how long did it take, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the agency could never really tell you an exact time, but. Um, but with this particular agency, they um, they were incredible and said, we've never really had anybody wait longer than, you know, a year and a half, really. Um, other agencies, some people are still on a waiting list after a couple of years. And there are a lot of different factors that can ultimately dictate what that is or, or why that is. But, um, but essentially, um, from the time we committed to the time we applied was probably about, you know, two months, um, I would say. Um, and a lot of that was just, it was towards the end of the year, you had the holidays and things like that. And it just, we got caught up in all of that stuff. And, um, but we submitted the application, um, the end of the year, beginning of January. Um, there's a lot of questions you have to answer. There's a lot of background checked type of things mm-hmm. you do. Um, it's a, it's quite the process. And if, if you're going through it the first time, which fortunately, again, we had Don and Erica to kind of guide us through and, you know, how, how, 
transparent should we be in some of these questions? How or how deep <laughs> should we be? That's my question. Um, but you know, things like that, and and they were just incredible coaches, you know, let alone friends. Um, so they were just so good. And um, so that was, you know, by the beginning of the year and of 2019 and um everything was finalized after you submit the application there's a process where that gets submitted into the courts and uh, reviewed by the courts and uh reviewed by the agency and everything gets checked and as soon as everything kind of checks out um and you get your approval that can be a couple months or so um and so by that point we're looking at about april um and we got the call about Riley um, in in July, the very end of July. So mm. we didn't have to wait very long. Okay. You know, that was probably only very end of July, yeah. months um, from the time we committed. And she was born end of July. So did you get the call like when she's <laughs> in the hospital or when she's born? When, what's a, how does that work? Yeah. So, um, so another thing with working with any sort of, <clears throat> um, adoption agency, or, or even if you're working with the county for fostering, um, you know, if you get that call, you don't know if it's, you know, a situation where, you know, the child hasn't been born yet, or they have been born, or if they're two years old, if they're two months old, whatever it is. Um, and, uh, and it's funny, because we always saw the, you know, the, the sort of version that is, okay, you get paired up with a birth mom, the birth mom, you know, contacts, um, you know, the agency about, you know, a few months out, maybe, maybe more, um, you know, she is ultimately chooses the family that she think is, thinks is right for her child. Um, and then <laughs> we meet, um, and then we agree that we, you know, kind of love each other and we're in this together. And then the birth happens, you know, whatever, three or four months down the road. Um, but in our case, um, which is more common than I, than I, than I knew at the time, um, was we got the call 24 hours after Riley was born. And oh that was the first time we got a call about her. So, um, mm. quick pivot in, <laughs> in, our, in our thinking and, and what was going on. And, but wow. um but it just set up you know the the best ride of my life so it was really good yeah do you remember where you were when you guys got that call <clears throat> yeah so it was seemingly a random tuesday um it was about lunchtime <laughs> i work from home oh, full wow. time but so i'm just at home by myself and just sitting down for lunch and i see the phone ringing and it's and it's our our social worker and um so i answer and you don't know, you know, you answer and it takes like, I don't know, 10 minutes, it seems for that, for the audio to start coming through the phone, because it's just, it's like, slow. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyway, I can immediately before she said a word, our, our social worker said a word, um, I could hear that she was in her car. And mm. so immediately I thought, wow, this could be today. And, wow. um, and so anyway, she proceeds to tell me that um, 
at first, you know, I've been trying to reach your wife. Um, I tried her five <laughs> times. My wife is notoriously bad for keeping her phone on silent all the time. So, <laughs> and I told her, oh I said, Amber, we could get a call any day. So you got to, you got to put some sound or pipe the window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so anyway, so, uh, she said, so I called you and I just, um, I'm so excited to tell you that, you know, I'm on my way to the hospital. And at that point, I'm wow. just like, I'm focused. Boom. I'm like, okay, boom, hard, hard as a get out of my chest. And she, then the next words were, you know, there's a baby girl and I just lost it. I just oh. absolutely lost it. Um, wow. I was like a, a, a blubbering idiot. I was, I, I just, I just couldn't control oh. myself. I was so overwhelmed. Um, getting overwhelmed a little right now um yeah, I, get goosebumps. I get goosebumps just hearing you tell the story i can't imagine it being you know like live <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's truly incredible and truly god's hand was absolutely mm. over the entire journey um and still is and anyway she uh so she tells me you know she's healthy um you know she she was born yesterday almost exactly 24 hours ago and um birth mom saw your profile and just you know, loves, loves you guys and, and wants you guys um, to come in and, and to meet her and, you know, hopefully be your parents and all those types of things. And I'm just wow. overwhelmed. I'm like trying to take in all the information <laughs> she's telling me, but I was like, where are you? And, and so it was about, you know, an hour or so away from us, kind of central Ohio. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And she's, and, and, you know, as is, typical in, in that situation. It's, are, are you willing, you know, to, you know, to accept, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, this child, baby, yeah. the child. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and so I, <laughs> funny enough, I didn't say yes, absolutely. I said, I need to talk to Amber. So I, I knew the answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, smart, smart, smart man. Right, right. I need to talk to Amber. I was like, there's a reason why they normally call the, the mother in this situation. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I, I, um, I tried Amber again, you know, just as many times as she did, about five or six times and was unsuccessful. Um, mm. Again, it was lunchtime. So I figured she was out somewhere. Fortunately, she was with her boss and I had the phone number of her coworker who ultimately called her boss. Yeah. <laughs> no. And our boss is like, right, uh, Amber, you have to, you have to call your husband back. He, you know, something, you know, urgent has come up or something, just trying to keep it hush hush. And, um, and so that was, that was a really fun, funny moment. Um, oh my gosh. She gives me a call and she, I could just sense her kind of shaking and she's like, what's going on? And, um, and I, and the first words that came out of my mouth were, there's a baby girl and I just lost it again. I don't know uh, <laughs> what it is about this, this, that small phrase, but I just, I just lost this it baby again. girl keeps making me choke up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she, um, and Amber was just like, wait, you got to tell me more information. I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but ultimately I collected myself and just told her everything. And, and, uh, uh, and she was just overwhelmed. She was just so happy and she just was overwhelmed as well emotionally. And, and she's like, well, what do I do? And well, I, you know, I guess get in your car and and come over, you know, come back home, and and we'll drive out there together. And so, you know, that moment in and of itself was really cool. I, I think, you know, 
um, a lot of the times, right, in a, in a normal, you know, kind of, you know, birth situation, um, you know, the, the wife tells the husband, right? She finds out she's yeah. pregnant. <laughs> so it was just really kind of cool um, that I got to tell her. So it wasn't even the social worker that told him yeah. I got to tell her. Wow. So that was, that oh was a really special moment. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Um, so she gets home. She's a little frantic. I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive. Um, as long as I don't say baby girl, we should be okay. And, uh, <laughs> and so we have about That's an hour. Your trigger, your trigger word. <laughs> my trigger. Um, and so we were, we're driving and, and like I said, about an hour or so. So we had a lot of time to really try to collect our thoughts. And, um, one of the biggest things we had talked about was what, what name are we going to name her? Right. Um, we had a boy's name, um, still do, but, um, had not totally landed on a girl's name and we had bounced around a couple ideas, but, but we were calling family as well. Um, just telling them, Hey, this is happening. This is crazy. You know, pray for us and, and all those types of things. And, um, it was just, it was just crazy. I mean, you just don't know how you're going to react in that situation. Um, it's just very emotional. Um, but at the same time, especially for someone like me, that tends to be more a forward thinker, thinking in the future planner, um, was like, we only have a car seat, you know, what are we going to (laughs) do? Um, yeah, I don't know how many days it's going to be till we can take her home and all that situation, but wow, what are we going to do? And so all that's going through my head. And so ultimately we get, we get to the hospital and, um, it's about mid afternoon and, we pull in, it's a, it's sort of a rural kind of community hospital. Um, and we pull in and we, you know, are right at the entrance to kind of the nursery, um, OB area and, um, and you know, those areas are always secured and locked. So yeah. Yeah. And we're like, well, what do we, what do we say? <laughs> like, they don't know, say? <laughs> they don't know that <laughs> they don't know who we are. And <laughs> So, so, you know, finally I cleared my mind enough to go, oh, we're the adoptive parents. Um, so we, but I'm here for the, I'm here for the baby girl. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> you know, that sounds really creepy. Right. So I was like, we can't, we can't say that. Um, so, uh, so we're the adoptive parents and, and you could hear like some, some mm-hmm. like shrills or whatever you want to say, like some screeches in the background, just people excited. And I was like, what's oh, going on no. in there? Um, so they buzz us in and we walk back and we get to the, to the front desk, so to speak of that area. And, um, and there's our social worker, but behind her is the lady at the desk and the receptionist. And behind her is a line of about seven or eight nurses. Mm. Um, it felt like we were on like some reality show or something it's incredibly <laughs> real. Everybody was just kind of emotional and like, Oh my yeah. gosh, you guys are them. Um, such a special moment. It's, you know, that's amazing how tight knit those, those nurses are in that, you know, that, that environment. Oh, yeah. So they all, they all know what's going on and they're probably so excited that you guys are there. Yeah. Man. Wow. Oh, so incredible. And we fell out a little bit of paperwork, but then at that point she was like, do you have a name? And we said, you know what? We don't yet. Let's, we, we have to, we want to see her first. Um, and she was like, okay. So she was like, let's do that. So we go into this um, hospital room, which was actually next to the birth mom. So we never mm-hmm. met birth mom first. We met Riley first. And, oh, wow. Okay. And so <clears throat> so we're waiting in the room and just like kind of overwhelmed. And <laughs> they, wheel, 
Riley in on his little carts and and you know I, we just lost it again we both lost it at that point oh, and, uh, it was just the most incredible moment she was just so beautiful and just wow it was <clears throat> it was so overwhelming and um it was yeah it was something else um I, I wow. know exactly what we talked about at that moment, but we talked to her a lot and uh, it was just such a, such a moment of gratitude and, and just uh, a lot of hugging, a lot of kissing, things like that. It was just great. It was just such a good moment. And uh, it was just so special. Um, and, and so we, we, we had basically <clears throat> at that point, we were like, you know what, let's go with this one name. Um, hmm. Uh, and, uh, it wasn't Riley and, um, and then we, as we were thinking about it, it was almost more of a gut reaction. And then we kept staring at her and staring at her. It was probably about an hour that we were with her. And, um, and, uh, and at that point it was like, you know what? No, we, we really like Riley. It just seems to fit. Um, so, um, the birth mom had given us a name for her, um, as well, a name that she she uh, suggested, um, and typically in situations like this, uh, the birth mom will actually the name that she wants will ultimately go on the birth certificate, and hmm. um, and there's nothing really wrong with that, of course, um, but but it's just typical practice. But in our case, um, the birth mom was just so incredible, and just waited for us to determine a name to put it on the birth certificate. So. Wow. I, mm. I didn't even know you could wait 24 hours, but I, I guess you can. And um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we just had Riley and ultimately decided on a spelling of it. And the middle name was uh, Ray. And that was that was the middle name that the birth mom um, had chosen um, for her. Oh. Uh, and uh, and so we kept that. And so Riley Ray Levins, we had met oh. for the first time. And it was just so – it was Beautiful. just so special. Um that was a special time and just so grateful with her and she was just so intentional to to call us mom and dad and just mm. said you know just and then we then we heard this story mm. <laughs> then we heard the story that um she didn't even know she was pregnant um so that's another that's another bomb being dropped um oh my, oh we my. just we just had no i mean you hear about those situations, but you know, you, you don't really know anybody necessarily that has gone through that. And so, <clears throat> um, she had experienced like back pain or some sort of a hernia or something, you know, around the time that she started to, you know, really, really grow. And, um, sure. and so, and she didn't grow like too much larger. Um, and so she, um, so anyway, she just, uh, she didn't think anything of it essentially. Mm. And I guess Riley might have been like turned around mm. um, facing the other way or something. So there really wasn't any kicking or anything like mm. that. But so she never knew until the moment that Riley was was born. She had no idea that she was pregnant. Um, so I'm like, wow, you want to talk <laughs> from God? I mean, in a situation where she doesn't even know. Um, so I, I think ultimately that made it that much easier for her um, to make that decision. Um, to put her sure. up for adoption, I'm sure. Um, but, but she just ultimately said she wasn't really in the right, right place in her, in her life for that. So, um, so ultimately, yeah, here we are. 
was right. was meant to meant to be with 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 you yeah. and with you and uh, Amber. Well, yeah. Yeah. amazing! What a what an amazing story, and um, yeah, just amazing how God works to, you know, just the whole thing, the whole story. You know, oh, yeah. all the all the pieces in that chain that made that whole thing come together from, you know, you and Amber meeting to you know, <laughs> Amber's um, you know, a Turner. I mean, the whole thing is just a mm-hmm. just an amazing amazing story and I'm, i have no doubt i'm sure already i would guess that you know your story will be uh, just like don was an, don and erica were an encouragement to you i'm yeah. sure you know you and amber i'm sure have been or you know no doubt will be um an encouragement to others going down that journey and um i think that's one of the it's one of the main things i've taken away from isi is you know we put together these awesome speakers and these events and you know a chance for guys to grow and you know learn from you know each other but the speakers as well. But what, what I've taken away is that actually maybe the most powerful thing that's come from creating th- this community, you know, whether it's the events or just outside of the events is the relationships that are forged and the power that comes from having that, that community, um, having, you know, like-minded people that you can trust and, you know, or similar values that you can lean on when something happens. And, um, no doubt that that was impactful for you guys. And, uh, I'm sure you'll, you know, pay it forward, you know, 10 X, uh, as the mm-hmm. time goes on. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, one of the, you know, I heard it said, and it's so true. It's like every friendship starts with, with this question, you too. So <laughs> just, just setting up, um, you know, a community with guys that have all the same values and, oh, and just, cool. you know, it's a great community. Yeah. It's just, it's easy to connect with guys in that way. Yeah. Well, thanks for, thank you so much for, you know, the vulnerability and sharing that story. And, um, I look forward to, uh, you know, meeting, <laughs> maybe meeting Amber, meeting Riley at one, at one mm-hmm. point, uh, once, once we can do that kind of thing again as a society. Right. Right. So, um, well, cool. As we kind of like wrap down and close up, you know, one of the things I, I always want to do when we got people, um, as a guest on the show is to, you know, just take a chance to learn from each other and, mm-hmm. you know, what, what each of us are doing in our own lives. And, um, just some things I'm curious, you know, uh, everybody has unique talents and gifts and things that they're into, but, um, any, uh, are there any, you know, like, uh, I guess, you know, things or tools that you use on a daily basis, um, and, or any, any books, any top book recommendations that, that you could think of that, um, you think would be beneficial in sharing with the, the community? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't think I could go almost a day without the uh, without the Bible app and the, and the plans that are on there. Um, what's mm, awesome. really cool recently, um, especially with you know all the shutdowns and not being able to really see each other, it's been a great opportunity to really have some shared devotionals with my family, and so that's been really special. That that was uh, again with me not you know becoming a Christian until later in my life, and and my family as well. Uh, thank God. Um, but, uh, but we've never really had that type of a, um, you know, moment. That's cool. So, so that's been really special and something I, I, you know, I'm really, really happy about, um, um, you know, besides that, um, I, you know, in terms of books, um, my, my favorite book of all time, um, which is so hard to say because it's so convicting is, uh, <laughs> is uh, Crazy Love um, by Francis Chan. And I'm mm. sure almost everybody's sort of read that one. It's It's been out for some time and very popular, but 
Um, <clears throat> I've just never had a book, um, you know, of course, besides the Bible, but I've never had a book that's been so convicting, but also comforting at the same time. Wow. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, really motivates you, but not in a, you know, very, you know, puff your chest kind of shout from the mountaintops kind of way, but just in a very calming regurgitation of scripture and just, you know, this is, this is what God calls us to. This is, this is his will for our lives. And, um, you know, we're called to live in obedience and, and faith in him. And it's just, you know, it was just such a, he just painted such a vivid picture for me, um, especially early in my walk. And it's just such a, such a mainstay in my life. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's, um, that one has been brought up once or twice. It's not actually one I've read, but, um, um, I appreciate you sharing. Maybe that's the, yeah, <laughs> that's the next one. I mean, why not? I'm sure Nancy, Nancy would appreciate that. You know? <laughs> um, any, uh, any things in terms of like, you know, routines or habits, you know, morning or nighttime or anything that you do that you found to be very powerful. One of those things that you kind of have to have in your life to, um, you know, keep things in a good spot. Any, any must do habits mm -hmm. or routines for you? Yeah, I guess from like a professional standpoint, um, it's always helpful at the end of the workday for me to just make a to-do list for the next day. And, and, uh, that was not something I've always done, but something I picked up on in ISI. Um, and mm -hmm. I can't remember who said it. It probably was Joe, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, when in doubt about planning, it's, it's Joe. Um, but that was just such a, you know, it was, it was kind of a simple thing, but it's really made such a difference. Um, so I would say that, but um, from like a home perspective, um, you know, prayer with my wife at, in the evening at night, you know, before we go to bed, and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'll be honest, we don't do it every single night. So it's, it's not, you know, like a, like a, you know, a strict habit every day, but, sure. you know, um, you know, we try to do it as often as possible and it's just, it's just so powerful. I mean, you know, those moments together. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Very good. Well, any, uh, in terms of, you know, prayer or, um, you know, Bible reading, do you have a, uh, a life verse, one that, you know, really cemented as like a cornerstone of, you know, your life or maybe your family's? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that, you know, people tend to pick a life verse for many different reasons and, uh, sometimes they change through different seasons. And for me, um, you know, kind of what I'm going through, you know, right now and have been going through, um, I'm, you know, very much in, you know, what I consider kind of still the, the earlier stages, but it's always a good reminder, no matter where you are. Um, Galatians 2.20 is always one um, that I, I turn back to quite often. And um, if you're not familiar, that's, you know, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now mm -hmm. live body I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me and uh you know it's it's a great time it's a great reminder of that going into this weekend but um but it's also a great reminder that you know not doing anything in our own strength and and even you know before that just a great reminder that we're new we are new and even though we may still think in old ways that's just that's our old self and we have a new, um, new self that, you know, we just need to, uh, um, we, we, we have the ability, we have the power 
to live in victory and just live um, in a new way, um, in the way that you know God has called us to. And so it's always always a really powerful verse for me. Oh, wow, that is awesome. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, and and just thank you, Matt, for uh, man, just your time and uh, you know willingness to to share the story. I'm sure it'll be uplifting um, to so many um, in so many different ways. I mean, just. I've had goosebumps now for like, you know, 45 minutes straight. So, um, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, I know that next time I see you, if I use your trigger word, I can, I can break you out instantly. Right. Yeah. You know, tears <laughs> by baby girl. Yeah. Right. But, right. um, but just, yeah, I just want to say thank you. And, um, you know, it's, it's been great getting to know you and I look forward to getting to know you further. And, you know, one day, you know, said meeting, meeting Riley and you know, Riley and crew being two days apart, maybe they will be fast friends. Yeah. But, um, just uh, just want to thank you so much. And uh, if you're willing um, to close us down in a word of prayer, sure, that would be fantastic. Sure, absolutely. Happy to. <clears throat> uh, Father God, thank you. Thank you for this time um, with you. Um, thank you for this time um, with this technology, Lord. Just thank you that um, even though a lot of things are being canceled, um, God, that, that you still... Um, find a way for your word, for testimonies um, that you have a hand in to be made known to to others out there. And just thank you for that ability for communication. Um, thank you for community. Um, thank you for uh, relationship, um, not only with you, but, but with each other. And um, we're just so grateful for that and so grateful for the community that we have and friends and family. Um, and thank you for the um, thank you for the wisdom that you bestow upon us um, uh, to carry us through um, the good and the bad days. And just thank you, Lord, for um, you know the resources at our disposal. Thank you for uh, the protection, especially now, Lord, with um, with what's going on with the virus. And just uh, you know, pray for your continual protection. And <clears throat> And Lord, thank you for the many gifts that you give us, the many blessings that you give us, especially those of our of our family, of our children, um, Lord. And and thank you for us um, being stewards. Um, thank you for the opportunity to do that, Lord. Um, and uh, we just give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.